Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ask Dr. Ernst Show is presented by Dr. Aaron Ernst, a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in spinal correction, nutritional coaching, and cellular detoxification. And is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek a qualified healthcare professional before changing your health program or embarking on a new one. Visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your co-host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Along with me is co-host, Dr. Christopher Demzar. Yeah, happy to be here. And uh, we're very excited that we get to come into your car, your house, your work, your home, wherever you are today. And uh, we have a topic of continued conversation in regards to thyroid functionality. Uh, we're going to go deep into this sort of a zone that most medical doctors don't really go into, the idea that there's a underlying autoimmunity or the nature of the body sort of being confused and beginning to attack itself. Uh, this condition is known as Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid condition that will mimic what looks exactly like hypothyroid, like you talked about last week. Right. But the underlying root cause is the fact that there's a physical attack because the immune system has become confused and it starts to go after the antibodies that are found uh, in the blood and basically starts to attack the functionality of the thyroid. So we start losing T4 production. We lose T4 conversions. And sadly, so many people go undiagnosed when it comes to Hashimoto's, partly because uh, your classic medical test isn't something that looks for this. Right. You know, so the TSH T4 testing is really just looking at, I'll call it upstream effects of the thyroid. And what we're going to do today is share with you this secret that if you really want to solve hypothyroidism, you're going to have to address this sort of potential underlying condition known as Hashimoto's, which a lot of people have. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you brought up this underlying condition called Hashimoto's, which I know you're alluding to. It basically means, well, there's some sort of immune reaction, inflammatory reaction, other problem going on that you have to go hunting for. You can't just say, yeah, we're good. Just going to take care of the thyroid because it's not just the thyroid at this point. Yes. And so it's this whole combination of where are the antibodies coming from? Why is the attack place, taking place within the thyroid tissue? Is there possibly a toxin or an infection or some underlying other roots uh, condition going on? And uh, we want to talk today about not only what is this condition, but some traditional and more, I'll call it holistic approaches you can take to really solving this beast yep. called autoimmune thyroid, right. which surprisingly affects up to 90% of people that actually have a thyroid condition. So here we are in a day where the classic treatment is to throw medications at it. Uh, you know, sometimes people use supplements and things just to manage their symptoms, but we need to go deep into the root causes and, you know, unveil why does a thyroid ever stop working in the first place? And how do you go about the process of getting the test done properly? And what are some things you can do at home to begin sort of resetting your immune system and allowing your body to heal by itself? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's wild that when we have, when we know that from research that 90% of somebody that comes in with low thyroid issues or what they present with low thyroid hormones is actually an immune response. It's an autoimmune response. And it's really funny that the modern day treatment and tends to be, let's just throw medication and try to get the thyroid hormone levels higher yeah. versus address what's happening with that immune response. Yeah. Doesn't that seem backwards? So think of it like this, you know, most people who struggle with uh, a thyroid condition, you know, they're constipated, they're fatigued all the time, they have weight gain. A very classic symptom, of course, is brain fog, yep. uh, difficulty concentration. Sometimes it can be brittle nails and yep. you know uh, hair 
cold sensitivity, so like they're freezing all the time. Uh, we've even seen people with like a high amounts of anxiety, hair loss. Uh, it can physically affect the thyroid tissue itself, so you get enlargements or nodules or cysts. And you know the challenge here is that traditionally in medicine, like you said, they're running just a basic TSH test. They're looking at some standard numbers. They're using a medication to try to control symptoms, but 90% of the time, most people on a thyroid medication, they still have these symptoms despite the fact that their labs look good because they're medicating. Yeah. So, yeah, go ahead. Well, that begs the question then, Dr. Ernst. So why in medicine, and maybe you don't know the answers because we don't work, but why in medicine are they choosing to, I'm going to use your word, just test the upstream effect, which would be the TSH level versus going after what would be the downstream root cause issue? I think it's partly because the approach to fixing Hashimoto's is going to be something where we have to look at diet and detoxification. We have to look at neurological functionality. You know, how well is the brain communicating with the thyroid and the gut and the liver? And uh, there's no pill that fixes those type of things. Right. So the conventional approach is always, here's a medication, let's control your symptoms, make your blood work look good. The functional approach is more going down, wait a second, there's got to be a deep underlying cause. If we can find what that interference is, remove it, the body will be self-healing and regenerative, and then you can start to see a change in symptomatology, right? So we're no longer constipated, we're no longer fatigued, we're, no, we're technically losing weight instead of gaining weight, brain function comes back, focus comes back, but it's not by using a medication approach. You know, that's more to mask a symptom, make the lab look good, sort of hide the underlying root cause. And so I think it partly comes from that because that's really all they have. There's no yeah. other option in a classic conventional office than just prescribing a medication. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right about that. And so one thing that I think about a lot of uh, when I think about not just thyroid, I mean, last week I, weekend I talked about glands a lot and how glands produce hormones and what the hormones do and how that relates to other functionalities of the body and as to how to put these pieces of the puzzle together so you create this web of healing and that gives uh, you know the listeners a lot of different options when it comes to how to heal how to make a healthy change it's not just limited to this one lane this you know it's like it's like you're bowling you can only bowl in a straight lane well or not a straight line well no there's multiple arrows and you can curve you have a curved bowling ball you can go straight you can go some sideways you can have an angle so there's lots of different modalities and methods and pathways to go down to allow this healing to really occur absolutely so let's look at it from this perspective like what are the known sort of root causes of a underlying autoimmune thyroid condition we know it's autoimmune meaning the body's basically misfiring and starting to attack tissues uh, specifically in this instance it's going after one of the um, byproducts i guess you could call it like the actual hormone itself so yep. there's an enzyme in the thyroid that makes thyroid hormone uh, sometimes there's antibodies against that yep. and then sometimes it's actually against the hormone itself exactly and remember last weekend one of the things that i mentioned is that we think of the thyroid as really producing t3 and t4 well, what happened to T1 and T2? Those exist as well. And in addition Correct. to that, there are hundreds of proteins and enzymes that are working inside the thyroid to basically get the thyroid to produce the end product, which is T3 and T4. And so there can be antibodies at different steps along those pathways with those different molecules. And again, we have to kind of think like, what on earth would make the body produce an antibody against itself? You know, Typically, antibodies are something we see that you form due to an infection or some foreign yep. agent. So the question becomes kind of like, why is my body producing antibodies against a non-foreign substance, exactly. thyroid tissues, yep. uh, or the hormone itself? And it's because of the, again, underlying root causes of the condition. So we know for a fact that leaky gut syndrome and problems with malabsorption and uh, not getting enough nutrients creates a misfire, if you will. Yep. It's almost like you can start to leak proteins and nutrients across the barrier of the intestines, which means you now have undigested food products, you have bacteria, you have things inside the intestines that now sort of change immune modulation. So instead of having an antibody that is protective, going after viruses and bacteria, they can become somewhat sort of modified. And now we start going after healthy tissue. Right. And I know we see this a lot with 
gut leaks related to specific proteins. So this isn't some big secret anymore, guys. Research has shown that specific proteins, specifically, I know we talk a lot about this one called zonulin. It's going to influence the tight junctions in the gut, meaning it's going to cause the permeate. It's going to cause the. It's going to give the opportunity for things to leak through the gut, go from inside the gut to inside your body, and that's that's never supposed to happen. So when zonul the zonulin protein breaks down the gut lining, causes this leak through, that creates the inflammation that can make what Dr. Ernst is talking about happen. The antibodies that typically would go after bacteria and viruses and funguses and whatnot are now going to say, well, if there's inflammation in the good tissue, let's go after that too. And that can lead yeah. downstream to your thyroid. And there's a very interesting fact about zonulin. So they've, you know, again, most people who have a thyroid issue, they've rarely been tested for their zonulin. Zonulin, yeah, they've never rarely happens. ever right. had a leaky gut test. Right, in modern uh, health, yep. Heaven forbid actually possibly even having the antibodies run. And the crazy thing is we've worked with patients who have actually come in and said, no, 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 like, you know, I demanded that my doctor ran them and they're high, but they didn't know what to do about them. Right. They didn't know how to change it. And it was just more... Uh, well, you're taking your medication, so stay on that, and we'll just watch and wait and see what happens to these. Yep. You know, again, the unique thing about zonulin is it's a it's a downstream peptide produced because of generally consumption of grains. So we know that gluten and glutinous like molecules that found in you know wheat and corn and rice and soy and oats and things like that, when uh, they come intact uh, or sorry they come into contact with the intestinal membranes. The more glutinous load a person has, the more zonulin that's secreted. Right. Therefore, the more intestinal barrier, you know, leak starts to develop. And then here's where we start to see the first line of cause. Why are we producing antibodies against healthy tissue? Because there's an immune dysmodulation. It's where the tissues have become confused. So instead of protecting yourself against viruses and bacteria and peptides, you're now somewhat attacking them, and then they can look very similar to what's in the thyroid. Exactly. And so that's why, you know, right now is a great time for you guys. We have an entire ebook written about your thyroid, about the steps to heal it. It's called Thyroid Heal Thyself. Not only does it have an entire section on the gut breakdown, the permeability issues like we talked about, but a lot of what you discussed last week, the neurological connection, the conversion issues, how a thyroid is technically not always a thyroid problem, but it could be a brain issue, it could be a liver issue, it could be a gut issue, or it can be the downstream effects of what uh, stress and cortisol mm -hmm. response exactly. can do. Yep. So if you want the free ebook, uh, text the word thyroid with your name and email to 704-906-2094. We're also hosting a live masterclass on March 11th. It's at 10 a.m. in the morning, and it's a free event for you to learn every single thing you can do to a, test your thyroid properly, B, figure out the underlying root causes, and really start to engage in a natural healing process to be set free. So you can potentially reduce the need for your medications. You can finally start lowering your thyroid peroxidase and globulin antibodies and actually really go after this the right way. So again, it's the, uh, it's the word thyroid, your name and email to 704-906-2094. You get the free ebook, you get the free masterclass on March 11th. And really, it's just let's teach you how to solve this. Exactly. I love how you said heal naturally. And because as we keep talking about how the gut can relate to the thyroid, it's really interesting to note that once the gut starts leaking and once it's damaged, once your body cannot absorb nutrients into the bloodstream anymore effectively, listen to the main nutrients that are going to start, you're going to start to lose out on. So you'll see a deficiency in nutrients like selenium, zinc, tyrosine, and essential fatty acids. All four of those things are essential to normal thyroid function. So if you're not absorbing those through your gut so that your body can use them, you can already see how this is separate from having the leaky gut that creates its own inflammatory issue. Now the leaky gut is causing a nutrient deficiency issue, yeah. which again is attacking and hurting your thyroid. Yeah, and uh, you know the, the, the crazy thing behind this is we know for a fact selenium is needed for the production of the hormone. Right. We know that zinc is an immune modulator, right? So it helps to prevent infections and uh, sort of strengthens your immune response. Yep. We know tyrosine is the backbone amino acid for the actual hormone itself. Exactly. And the essential fatty acids help to control inflammatory processes. So often what is, you know, the underlying root cause is just simply there is a gut irritation leak 
that leads to a deficiency in the absorption of these nutrients. And then your body's trying to build healthy hormones and it just physically can't because it doesn't have the essential nutrients to do that. Right. And then just to bring it all full circle, when your body is having a Hashimoto's low thyroid autoimmune attack on your thyroid, the one nutrient that's going to really help drive down that immune response, it's not going to help heal your thyroid, but it will at least drive down the immune response temporarily as you do other healing things is selenium. I know. So yeah. for then you to be deficient in selenium, you can see how it's this double-edged sword where it's really hurting you. Yeah, and selenium supplementation is really unique in that even in the clinical studies they've shown, you can see significant reductions in the actual antibodies themselves, mm -hmm. which hints that selenium can also help to somewhat seal and you know uh, increase the junctions in the gut. Yes. Because therefore, you're no longer leaking and we're no longer deficient in those nutrients. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so here, here's the, the sort of kicker, right? Most people either currently know they have a thyroid condition. Doc, look, I'm already taking it. I'm on Synthroid, Levothyroxine, Armothroid. I'm using some sort of over-the-counter thyroid supplementation. Uh, you know, and my doctors are saying my labs look good. I should be good. But here I am still suffering with like, you know, fatigue and weight gain and joint pain and muscle aches, and brain fog. So why don't we start going into some of the techniques that can be used to actually solve this? Uh, number one being the fact that you need to really focus on removing the immune reacting foods from within your diet. So we know, like I said, that gluten, I mean, I, I know we talk about it every single week, like, you know, yeah. how bad really are grains today? And is this molecule called gluten such a big issue? Um, but you have to understand if you're consistently eating grains and you have a thyroid problem, it's almost like pouring gasoline on a fire, expecting it to be put out. Right. And you just physically can't. Nope. So eliminating gluten is like a must do. It's like the first step simply because even though it seems tough and overwhelming, you know, we've had patients say, how am I like, you know, I, I eat pastas and grains and cookies and crackers is my classic foods. Like what on earth am I supposed to do? We'll go into that in a minute. But the idea would be at least for like a three month window, you want to cut out anything that has gluten in it. So that's going to be grains, wheat and rice and corn and oats, simply for the fact that again, you want to decrease the inflammation taking place in the intestines, try to stop the irritation that zonulin does, yes. seal the intestines. And then that's like layer number one for sort of natural healing. Exactly. And you know, I'm going to break this seal a little bit and dive into gluten for a minute because this has come up a bunch with patients that we work with uh, in our office over the last several weeks where they've really been asking and saying, hey, I don't, I'm going to get away from whole wheat flour. I'm going to get away from durum flour. I'm going to get away from some of these hybridized flour because most wheat, like 90% or something like that of the wheat has already been hybridized. It's been genetically modified. Correct. And even if yeah. you're getting this organic gluten, organic wheat, doesn't mean that it is in its pure form that was put here on God's earth. It means that it's already been changed most likely. But we've even had patients that have been uh, coming in and saying, well, I found this this type of wheat. It says it's non-hybridized. It's it's original. It's, it's never been changed. It's organic. That's healthy, right? And it's still gluten though, yeah. right? Is yeah. it still gluten? Yeah. Yes. So then it's not good for you to use. It's still going to be inflammatory. It's still going to promote more zonulin to be created, which is going to eventually lead to a gut leak. It's, it's inevitable. Yeah. And, you know, and here's the thing with like, um, you know, grains and gluten. Yes, we know that increases zonulin. Yes, we know it increases the gut leak. And yes, we know that's the number one underlying root cause in most people's autoimmune thyroid or even just if you think you just have standard hypothyroid. Again, the research is showing 90% of people taking a thyroid medication actually have this autoimmunity and just right. didn't know about exactly. it. Exactly. But we also know that dairy products have a gluten-like protein called casein in it, which can actually do the same thing. Um, and, you know, so typically if we were to look at like, you know, dairy consumption, uh, we've talked about this before, right? So cow's milk is for cows yes human milk that you have when you're an infant is for humans right you know cat milk is for cats and dog milk is for dogs but yet we're the only species on the planet that basically drinks some other animal's milk and the challenge is we know that the casein proteins can be extremely inflammatory and damaging so not only is cutting out gluten an essential necessary component for helping to heal your thyroid but it also has to be dairy and this is a tough one again because most people think, well, isn't you know, like raw cheese something healthy for me? 
Like just like you know, isn't yeah. Uh, yeah. ancient grains, organic, whole wheat uh, still gluten? Casein is still casein. So just know like dairy and gluten are the two big ones if we want to start to repair the intestines and allow for the leak to start sealing and the zonulin levels to begin going down. Right. And this brings up a good point. I want to know your uh, opinion on this, Dr. Ernst. But there's been a lot of talk about nut milks, right? You've got almond milk. You've got macadamia nut milk. There's cashew milk. So there's all these types of nut milks now that people are switching to, saying that they're supposedly healthier than dairy milk, which is true. So my opinion is, yes, that's true, but you've got to be real careful and you have to still limit the amount of nut milk that you can consume because they come with their own set of nutrition ingredients that aren't necessarily helpful for our body, right? Our body will get overwhelmed by nut milk still very quickly and that can still lead to a gut leak or some other inflammatory immune reaction in the future. Yeah. So, so again, to kind of touch on your subject, like, you know, do nuts exist in a liquid format in nature? No. no. Have we figured out a way to grind them up into sort of a pulp and run water through them and create a liquid nut milk? Yes. Sure. Is that a good substitute for people who are having dairy sensitivities and things like that? I believe it is. I mean, mm -hmm. I think in moderation, nut milks are good. Yes. But some of the newer research is now pointing out that there's these things called lectins, which are, again, a gluten-like molecule that are found in beans and seeds and nuts that actually do the same thing. So you might be going, well, you know, I went grainless, I went dairyless, and I didn't see any changes in my uh, my autoimmunity. I didn't see any improvements in my thyroid. Well, it's possible that you're still irritating it from a lectin source. Absolutely. You know, so I would like to say, like, if you're going to eat nuts, eat the nuts. If you're going to, you know, uh, cut out gluten, it has to be removing all forms of grain, yeah. um, even the organic ones. You know, it's like we have patients ask this all the time. You're like, yeah, I found this uh, raw turbinado, you know, fermented sugar. Like, uh, that's that's good, right? I can use this one. Well, sugar's sugar, gluten's gluten, lectins are lectins. Right. And we really need to stay away from that. So if you're looking for some of the sort of triggers, what are the things that make a thyroid sort of, you know, flare up and become overreactive? It's all found in the Thyroid Heal Thyself ebook. In addition to what we're talking about today, all of the tests, we're going to discuss a few of those at our, at our second segment. Yep. But how do you actually know if your thyroid's in an autoimmune state? All the tests are in here. How do we look for the interactions of the intestinal leaks? Like, are there exams that can be done to look for gut mm. leak? Yes, there are. They're inside the ebook. Great so question. What an absolute perfect resource for you to pick up right now. Text the word thyroid with your name and your email to 704-906-2094. I mean, it has everything we're discussing, including the major three sort of interferences with thyroid functionality, um, some of the history behind why we become so reliant upon medications, and it has the steps and the tools needed to begin to correct this autoimmunity. Yep. Um, also, you get free admission to the thyroid masterclass that we're hosting, which is on March 11th. It's a live event. We'll come straight into your home and, again, teach you the steps that you can do immediately to start healing your thyroid, reducing your medications, getting your energy back, losing weight, uh, having your brain function come That's back. Right. I mean, like clarity, focus, memory, attention, Less all brain of fog, it. fog, yes. And it's simple, right? Text the word thyroid, your name, and your email to 704-906-2094. Again, 704-906-2094. And boom, it's yours. And then we see you on the masterclass, what, coming up in a couple weeks. A couple weeks, yeah. So, yeah. So it brings up an interesting point, Dr. Ernst, because most people... They went to a medical doctor, they had the, la the lab run, they saw that their TSH was super high, so thyroid hormone is low, and then they were immediately told, yep, you've got to start taking this medication, your thyroid is a problem. And so a lot of people think thyroid just flipped a switch like that and started having a problem, instead of realizing that, oh, the problem's been there for quite some time. And so when you start to do, I'm, I want to flip the script to when you start to heal your own thyroid, when you start to lower the immune response that is attacking your thyroid, it's not this instantaneous switch that all of a sudden you did three things and yeah. within a couple of days, oh my gosh, your thyroid just, it all, it's all gone. Thyroid's working like it should. There's no more antibodies attacking the thyroid anymore. It doesn't work like that. Um, but keep in mind that these things, it took quite a bit of time for your thyroid to get to the point where there's this constant immune attack on it. It's going to take time to slowly remove the antibodies and stop sending signals to say, let's keep attacking the thyroid. Which is all possible. And the amazing thing is, 
even in our office, we've seen people reduce thyroid antibodies in just the first 90 days. Exactly. It really depends on the level that yours are currently at. And the challenge that you know I feel for most listeners is they probably never even had these tests run. Right. Because again, your classic annual physical, yes, it'll include TSH and yes, it'll include T4, but 90% of people pass that test yes. and yet still have, because think about it, like, like let's go through these uh, symptoms just for a minute. What's the number of people today who complain about, you know, their bowels are slowing down, they're right. fatigued, dieting, uh, you know, they have concentration issues, uh, you know, muscle aches, anxiety. That's a huge one. It is. And if you look at this list, you know, conventionally, they almost have a treatment for each of these separately. Separately, exactly. Like uh, you could be put on 17 medications because you're losing your hair, you're, you're anxious, your muscles hurt, you're cold all the time, your brain's foggy, you're gaining weight, you're fatigued, you're constipated. So I like to look at this and say, if this is you and you're like this and you've passed a standard medical test that says your thyroid is fine, don't just assume that because the real testing is layers deep, which we'll talk about when we come back from our commercial break. And many people who get tested for this find out that they actually have the autoimmunity, didn't, exactly, know, it. didn't know it. And now the joy is... You can start to implement what we teach in our eBooks. You can start implementing what we teach in our masterclasses, which allows you to become your own doctor and heal yourself and repair the tissues by going to the underlying root cause. Exactly. So again, uh, Thyroid Heal Thyself eBook is yours free today. Uh, text the word thyroid and your name and email to 704-906-2094. We're also giving you access to the free masterclass March 11th, where we're going to teach you, okay, how can you get these tests at a reduced rate? Many of them are done in your home. Right. And once the results come back, how do you engage in a healing process to repair your thyroid, seal the gut, reduce the inflammation, and let the body begin to heal by itself? You know, it's a very simple method. So... Hey, when we come back, don't go away. More on the diets that can help you to seal your gut. More on how to repair an autoimmune thyroid and more on self-healing. It's the Ask Dr. Arn Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. See you guys soon. Hey, welcome back. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Arn Show. I'm your co-host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Along with rock star co-host Dr. Chris Demzar. Yeah, happy to be here on this we weekend. We are very excited that we get to share with you the truth behind healing from your thyroid. And we've let out a little unconventional secret. 90% of people who are already diagnosed with hypothyroid actually don't truly have a hypothyroid in the way that the doctors say. Yep. There's always got to be an underlying reason why there's a drop in thyroid hormone functionality. And the recent research is showing it's a 9 out of 10 chance it's because of an underlying autoimmune condition called Hashimoto's that was never diagnosed because the tests weren't run properly. And this is why most people keep taking their thyroid medications for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, but still feel the effects of the right. fatigue and the joint pain and the brain fog and the forgetfulness and you know the weight gain. Etc. Exactly. And we see it all the time. Even patients that have been diagnosed medically with Hashimoto's, they're still coming in with the same exact apparent solution, which is, well, take this medication that we're giving you and let's wait and see what happens. Right. And it's never anything that's actually going to help your thyroid heal. So the number one thing for you guys to know is the research is evident that the antibodies are generally present because there's an underlying gut issue, a leak, a permeability that has led to a misfire in the immune system and now natural healthy antibodies that should be killing viruses and bacteria and pathogens have become somewhat immune dismodulated. They've lost their sort of self-regulatory control and we tend to see that they start to go after either the production of the hormone, yeah. so that's the peroxidase antibodies, or they go after the hormone itself, the globulin antibodies. Right, and globally, right, we can break this down where it makes sense that your body would start to attack the thyroid, because what do the thyroid hormones do? Essentially, they help your body go. They help your, your gut go. They help to allow you to use the bathroom better. They help to make your muscles grow. They help yeah. you allow you to move and do things. So we need our thyroid to just help metabolism, help make energy, help make our body go and do things and keep moving. Everything inside of us has to keep doing different things, different enzymatic reactions. 
thyroid hormones help that. So it makes sense that if this massive inflammatory response comes from the gut, one of the root causes, or some of the other root causes we haven't discussed yet, if there's a neurological interference that's now sending signals different places, it makes sense that your own body might decide and say, whoa, we got to try to shut this down. Your body's still going, even though it's getting the wrong signal from the brain. Your body's still going, even though there's this massive inflammatory response that's happening. So how do we slow your body down from continuing to go and try to help your body to heal? Hey, let's attack the thyroid. That makes your body go, right? And so it can make sense logically that this is what your body may choose to do where it starts to go after the antibodies and the enzymes that Dr. Ernst is talking about. Yeah, and also, you know, you have to think of it like a lot of the tests that are run to look for what's going on with the thyroid, they're looking at the stimulation hormone, which is a brain hormone. Yep. They're looking at T4, which is an inactive thyroid hormone. You talked about this last week. T4 must be transported to the liver and converted into right. the active hormones. So a lot of times what happens is people aren't fully getting the real thyroid tests, which is actually a much more expanded panel where we have to look at what's the liver functionality looking like, uh, phase one, phase two detoxification. What's the integrity of your intestines? Is there a dysbiosis or a gut leak? Uh, what's the uh, likelihood of having the actual antibodies being present? They have to be tested. Uh, we have to look at vitamins and minerals and nutrients, right? So we talked earlier at the first segment, like selenium and tyrosine and vitamin D, zinc, uh, zinc all these key nutrients needed for thyroid functionality in a lot of people are deficient. And what do we do? We're not addressing it because we've never tested it. And uh, we just keep uh, medically throwing medications at a person, yeah. hoping that this solves their symptomatic complaints. And yet there is an exorbitant amount of people who say, well, my labs look great, but I still feel like I'm falling apart. I still have symptoms. I can't lose weight. My energy's tanking left and right. Uh, and so it, it comes back to, again, we got to go through the right layers of testing. Exactly. So let's talk about what would a real thyroid panel look like, first of all. So one that's going to involve looking for the autoimmunity, looking for the liver stress functionality, and also looking for the permeability issues. It's going to require a combination of tests, okay? You can have a standard blood test done and upgrade this to looking again for things like what is the thyroglobulin antibody what is the thyroid peroxidase antibody? This is TPOAB and thyroid TGAB, so thyroglobulin antibody. Um, one way of finding out if the liver's involved is actually measuring reverse T3, mm. which is a toxic thyroid hormone that if elevated gives us an indication, hey, there's also not only potentially an attack, but there's a conversion issue. The right. liver's either toxic or congested, and instead of it secreting the uh, healthy active T3, which is what you want, right? T3 is what makes you feel good and lose weight and have your brain come back and have the functionality. If reverse T3 is high, then we tend to feel the symptoms of a thyroid issue. But again, you could be medicating, making the T4 and the TSH look totally fine. Exactly. Yep. And then what's interesting too is you keep mentioning T4 being inactive, T3 being active. Well, you upgrade the testing that you're doing to figure out what's happening with your thyroid. We have to break down that there is T4 and then there's T4 free. There's T3 and then there's T3 free. And so what the free means is that it's unbound yeah. in your blood, right? So everything in your blood needs a buddy to help transport it wherever it's going. And thyroid hormones are no exception. Most of the time, thyroid hormones are going to be bound by albumin or some other protein that's going to help to transport right. them around the blood. And what's really critical, though, is that usable, useful thyroid hormone, you want to know what your body's doing with the free hormone. So if you were going, if you have a blood test, you're saying, yeah, my doctor ran my thyroid panels. I know what my thyroid's doing. Really? Do you have T3 and T4 free? Because you really don't understand what your body is doing with your thyroid hormone if you don't have those two values on it. Yeah. And there's something also that's worth noting. Sometimes you can have higher than normal levels of the bound hormone. Yes. And uh, still I, quite okay. low levels of the free hormone because we want the hormones floating around in the blood separated from their carrier proteins so that they can land on the receptors and right. actually do something. Exactly. And here's where the Hashimoto's comes into play. Uh, the antibodies tend to affect the production. So we have both free and bound T4 start to drop. Right. It also affects the hormone itself. So like even if there was T4 floating around, you can start to get antibodies against the globulin protein. 
And because the protein is the backbone for T1 and 2 and 3 and 4, yep. having the thyroglobulin antibody has technically been worse because it means even if your body converts the T4 into active T3, it's still going to be attacked because there's still thyroglobulin in the T3. Yeah, I like that you brought that up and you threw in T1 and T2 in there because they're all there. They all have a very important functionality when it comes to global thyroid mechanics. Yeah, so like a, a classic thyroid panel, guys, it should have about 11 biomarkers on it looking at your blood test. Whereas again, like we talked you know, your average physicians running TSH, T4, they're missing the whole picture. Right. And again, sometimes some of you have been like, well, I don't understand. You know, my TSH was super high. My T4 was low. I took the medication. Now they've balanced out. So I guess I'm good, right? I don't have the autoimmunity. No, because again, if you stop the medications, you'd probably see that your levels start to shift back, which means the underlying root is still there. And for 90% of people with a thyroid issue, the root is this global autoimmunity where- right. The liver's not converting properly into the active thyroid hormones. There's an evident sort of either dysbiosis or gut leak, a full inflammatory process going on in the bowels. And we know that there's leakage of certain proteins and bacteria and nutrients that sort of irritates the immune system. Now we start hyperproducing antibodies and then they start going after the thyroid. That's right. And let's put some context to this. So let's say you think that your thyroid is doing amazing and maybe you're taking Synthroid or Levothyroxine or some other thyroid replacement hormone medication. But picture this, you still have a gut leak, right? So you have no idea, but your gut is leaking. You are literally leaking bacteria going from your gut into your body. It's wreaking havoc. It's causing this immune response that you think you're taking care of with the medication. Listen to this statistic. 20% of the inactive T4 is converted to inactive T3. There are these subtypes of T3, right? It's called T3S, T3AC. Well, that doesn't just stay there in those inactive forms. Your body wants to take it and make those active. Where do you think that happens? Well, it happens in your gut yeah. by, lo and behold, the bacteria in your gut. So do you see how this comes full circle now? You need the bacteria in your gut to be at the correct ratios so that this 20% of your thyroid hormone can be properly converted into active T3 and then used in your gut to make your gut go, whatever needs to happen. So all the metabolic functions of your gut can go. So if basically what I'm saying, you have to ask yourself this question, are you okay with throwing away 20% of your thyroid function because you have this gut leak and you maybe don't even know about it, you've never tested before it before? Yeah, and I think that's that's the challenge because I don't I can't think of anybody who would ever say yes, but I'm I'm also thinking like, how would I know if I have a gut leak? Right. Yeah, it's well, a good question. Well, let's let's look at the symptoms of a gut leak. Okay, uh, fatigue, depression, anxiety, weight loss, resistance. So like lots of weight gain, infertility, the feelings of being cold and lightheaded, and muscle aches, and you know swelling within your face and your hands and your feet. You know, sometimes dry, cracked skin. Uh, sounds a lot like the exact same symptoms of thyroid, thyroid, low thyroid, low thyroid autoimmunity. So this is the challenge, guys. Almost all of the thyroid functionality issues that have been labeled hypothyroid, hey, they're not actually necessarily the thyroid doing the wrong thing. It's the thyroid is, can only respond to the degree of what is being told, number one, by the nerve system. Yep. And number two, if the thyroid produces the hormone, but then it gets attacked because of the antibody and the thyroid produces the hormone and it gets attacked, you'll see shifts in blood reports. Yes. But the thyroid's technically doing what it's supposed to be doing. Yep. And this is the, the big rub in why it's so difficult to A, get diagnosed for this, and then B, why it's you know more difficult to treat because the treatment is not take more medication. It's right. go through the lifestyle changes to reinvigorate your nerve system, find out if the vagus nerve or the cervical nerves that go to the thyroid are out of balance, um, have the thyroid, or sorry, have the liver checked for its functionality to make sure phase one and phase two detox is working properly. There's no fatty liver. There's no stress to your liver, which is where the majority of the conversion takes place. Right. And then guess what, guys? There's actually a at-home urine test that can measure the integrity of your intestines, discover if you have a dysbiosis, and find the leak. And all the tests are revealed in our free ebook we're giving away. All the tests will be reviewed line by line on our masterclass. And we even have special offers for those of you who are like, you know what, I, wa I want my thyroid fixed and I want to have my energy back. When you come to the masterclass, you can get tests at reduced rates and discounted yes, costs. Exactly. So if you want the ebook, text your name and the word thyroid plus your email 
to 704-906-2094. Again, that's the word thyroid, your name and email. The ebook will be sent straight to you. You'll be registered immediately for the masterclass and you'll learn exactly the steps needed to continue this repair process. Yeah, and this whole process ends up really being our gift to you because like the statistic that you mentioned at the beginning of the show, Dr. Ernst, 90% of people with thyroid issues being autoimmune and being undiagnosed is not okay. Right. And this is a solvable problem. There are very specific steps in a specific order that could be taken to help A, identify what the root cause issue is, and then B, make changes and allow your body to heal all on its own. And like you were saying, we've had patients that have had really positive results within as little as 90 days. Yeah. So it's totally possible. And I think that this is the crux of the whole thing right here, right? So your thyroid, when you go and get a, a, a lab, whatever the lab work is, let's blood test, and you, you do a thyroid workup, whatever it ends up saying, and you, you comes back and your provider says, oh my gosh, you've got a thyroid issue. Does it really mean at that given point in time that your thyroid is trying to do the wrong thing? No, your thyroid is doing exactly what it's told to be doing. It's also doing exactly what it thinks that it should be doing to help support your body. Your body is trying to work for you. Your body is trying to do good. Your thyroid is trying to do good. But so there's, it's got to be very evident that if something seems off, then it means that there's a signal that's not correct. That's going to your thyroid, that's triggering something. And so that signal could be neurological in nature. And that's where the nervous system comes in. We've got to figure out is there a wrong signal coming from your nerve system that's stimulating something to change within your thyroid? Yeah. It could yeah. be coming from something enzymatic. This is where the gut leak comes in. So enzymatically, is there something going on that's sending a signal or creating an inflammatory response that would lead your body to create this immune condition, this autoimmune condition, where now some part of the thyroid hormone is being attacked? And lastly, is it a glandular hormone issue? Thyroid, if your body thinks that there's a uh, there's another hormone that controls like cortisol, for example, cortisol controls some of the conversion process of thyroid hormones to Correct. get thyroid. So if you're having a adrenal dysfunction, which is where cortisol comes from, the little hats on top of the kidneys, then that can lead downstream to a change in the signal to the thyroid. So it could be a nerve signal. It could be metabolic or enzymatic that leads to the immune response. It could also be an immune response coming from a, another hormone, another gland in your body. But your thyroid's trying to do exactly what's supposed to at every given time. It may just need some help to reset itself in the right direction. And this is why I think this is why connecting the dots for you as an individual are so important. Exactly. Why downloading the ebook is so important because it'll help you to identify uh, by getting the correct testing done. Is it a gut leak? Is it a nerve issue? Is it a nutrient deficiency? Right. Is it a liver conversion problem? Because there's so many questions of, is it this, 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 that when you find the underlying root cause and then you start to correct that, like you said, the thyroid always wants to do the right thing. It's always gonna respond the way it's being told. So if we can change the way your body's communicating and change the way it's converting and calm down the autoimmune attack, which is it can be done. We're going to give you some of the basic nutrients that you can start, but really it's a combination of the diet, the detoxification, the sealing to the intestines yeah. and the releasing of the, the nerve system in synergistically. What happens is that's the repair process. So exactly. we kind of just, just gave it away a little bit, right? The, the secret three steps to heal your thyroid is clear the nerve system, decompress the liver from its congestion, seal the gut and boom, everything happens innately by itself. Right. You can, and so this is, I think you were alluding to this a little bit, even when, if you were to say, yeah, I've got a thyroid issue. You're about to tell me what these nutrients are that I need to start taking. You start to do that. You should start to notice and you may even follow up with some blood work in 30 days, 45 days. Maybe you'll do some of the testing that we offer to see, is your body already starting to make a change just from these nutrients? Cause again, your thyroid's trying to do the right thing. Yeah. It just needs some help so it can continue to go along its way to make your body go. I love that. Thyroid makes your body go. Yeah. And a lot of the steps we're talking about that can give you the help are found in the ebook yes. and will be reviewed on the masterclass. So again, this is the time, guys, to really take an action step. Get the free ebook today. Text the word thyroid with your name and email to 704-906-2094. That's 704-906-2094. And then carve out some time on the um, 11th of March, right? It's about an hour and a half of your time where we'll go step by step by step through what are the tests? How do you identify the root cause? What are the steps necessary for correction? And you'll leave with all the tools necessary to be yep. your own physician for your thyroid in and of itself. Exactly. So um, let's go through some of the core supplements that can help to 
down-regulate the autoimmunity, can help to really stimulate the body. Um, I know you've talked briefly about selenium. Yeah. So give our give our listeners sort of the, the powerhouse of what selenium can do. Yep. And so we talked about selenium at the top of the hour, where selenium is so important because it's going to help modulate that immune response. Selenium is a potent antioxidant that will help to lower the antibodies that are attacking your thyroid. So if you want to, if you're like saying, ah, oh, yeah, I'm probably part of that 90% with that Hashimoto's, hypothyroidism, I've just not been diagnosed, or you have, you don't know what to do, start with taking selenium. Yeah. And you can find selenium very, very easily in Brazil nuts. So if you need, if you're like, well, what foods have selenium? Brazil nuts. That's your go-to. It's going to be one of the best sources of selenium. Yeah. And it's just a small handful. So for most people, a Brazil nut, you know, it's a massive nut. Uh, so like two or three of these a day can give you your entire selenium amounts. And it's always better to get it from food than it is to take as a sort of synthetic supplement. Exactly. Um, the unique thing about selenium also is the thyroid is, I think, the highest uh, concentration gland in your body full of selenium. selenium. So it's almost like any selenium you eat, any selenium you take, goes yeah. straight to your the thyroid. Your body already knows how to shunt it or deliver it, transport it to your thyroid. And like we mentioned before, I, I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but there have even been studies that show that consistent selenium support, supplementation, et cetera, can actually lower your antibody scores quite drastically if you have the autoimmune Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which you probably do. It's just you didn't really get tested for it. Yeah, exactly. And when you find out, again, we start with you know removing gluten, removing dairy, working on the gut-sealing foods, and then beginning the, I'll call it sort of supplementation process of uh, knowing, you know, what are you deficient in? But again, like, how do we know if we're selenium low? We have to run a test on yes. it. How do we know if our vitamin D is low? We have to run a test for that. How do we know if our inflammatory scores are high and we need the omega oils? Well, we got to run a test for that. Exactly. No, I was just going to say, and piggybacking off of what you said, that research shows that there is a 40% reduction in the number of antibodies or levels of antibodies against the thyroid from somebody that is supplementing with selenium. Yeah. And so is that solving the problem in its entirety? No, of course not. But it's really going to help you on your way to basically blunt the response, right? You're taking this giant humongous flame, you're turning down to this little, this little fire that's right here in your lap, so to speak. And that can be huge when it comes to jump-starting your healing process. Yeah. And, you know, tyrosine is also another great supplement that can help to not only just control symptoms, but also solve sort of some of the underlying issues. It's mm -hmm. an amino acid that's actually used in the synthesis of the hormone itself. So when we talk thyroxin, thyroid hormone, it has the tyrosine sort of backbone yes. making the protein that carries, you know, the thyroid hormone. So uh, anything you can do to increase the absorption of this nutrient can help with you producing more thyroid hormone. Um, it's also been shown to help sort of downregulate neurotransmitters, calm people down, help them to sleep better because it plays a role in the production of melatonin which has been shown to sort of help regulate dopamine and norepinephrine. Um, these are, of course, our natural feel-good hormones. So if we can help to produce more T4, decrease the stress response, decrease norepinephrine and epinephrine, and get dopamine sort of lifted, most people just say, okay, finally, you know, I'm actually feeling better. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the stimulation of the dopamine gives a sense of reward, so it makes it easier to, you know, cut the gluten out of the diet, cut the dairy out of the diet, yes. follow a healing diet and take the supplements. Right. It, it's super interesting. This is where glands like glands, glands will help glands. Here we're talking about the thyroid, but just supporting the thyroid with its backbone amino yeah. acid and L-tyrosine is going to also help support another gland, the adrenal gland, that's going to produce a lot of the dopamine, norepinephrine, epinephrine, and that's going to help you to feel good. So this is where supporting one gland can help to solve problems at another gland potentially yeah. and help your body to better regulate itself. So it's not this all-encompassing, this is just for your thyroid. This is for so much more than just your thyroid. And you know, it's interesting too, uh, when we talk about this next vitamin, vitamin D is something that's actually been shown to be needed for thyroid hormone production, production yeah, and for the conversion and the interesting thing is research has shown that 90% of patients that take thyroid medications have either never had their D3 tested or if they have, it's uber low and there's not really any address to, uh, you know, there's nobody showing them like, okay, here's what you need to do to focus on getting your D3 elevated. Yep. Uh, we know for a fact that when vitamin D is less than 50, that's known as a functional deficiency. And yet most people who get tested score 
15, 20, 30. And they're wondering why uh, they're not bouncing back from their condition because again, we could be deficient in selenium, so we're not making the thyroid hormone. We could be deficient in tyrosine, so we can't even physically create the hormone even if exactly. we had the selenium. Yep. We could be low in vitamin D, so we're not converting things properly. And you know, probiotics, you know, they get this sort of like global, you know, oh, I take a probiotic, therefore my gut must be healthy. But you gotta be really careful with probiotics because too much bacteria can actually cause a leak. And what a lot of people do is they just throw the same probiotic at themselves day in and day out over and over again. And while it can be helpful at boosting the good bacteria and the microflora, just be careful that taking the same probiotic day in and day out over and over again may actually create an overgrowth in the bacteria, which will create a leak in the first place. Right. And I'm, I know we know this, but for all the listeners, this is why just throwing a probiotic at a leaky gut never solves the problem. Correct. It may help to start regulating the ratio of bacteria in the gut, which is typically part of the larger issue. But this is where it's, you know, we can go down the rabbit hole at another point in time, but you test. You don't guess when it comes to a, of a gut leak because it, even though we just say this all-encompassing gut leak, there's a lot of different specificities of what's really happening and what your body truly needs to correct that issue. And this is why, so like, uh, you know, as we're coming to the top of the hour, let's talk like sort of final thoughts here, right? So we don't just want to keep tossing supplements uh, at our conditions like we're doing a medication. Uh, if you're really going to do this, you need to go deep enough and get the underlying root tests. So if you are currently taking a thyroid medication and you're wondering if it is an autoimmune thyroid, reach out to a functional doctor, connect with those in our clinics. Yep. We can get you connected with the right kind of testing. Again, it's about an 11 point inspection of your thyroid, looking at the free and the bound and the conversion rates, your reverse T3. If those are off balance, well, now we know a starting point. Then again, you want to get the leaky gut microbiome testing done because we can find out if there's a dysbiosis or if it's a toxicity. Uh, we can look to see how much of an irritation is there, potentially how much zonulin is present causing the gut leak. And again, if that's present, then now we know, okay, well, there's where the antibodies are coming from. But at the same token, we have to make sure that the liver is healthy enough to do the conversion because if you get the antibodies coming down and the thyroid levels start coming up, well, the question will be, are they converting properly? Right. So it's really a three-stepped approach. And that's layer number one is just get tested and figure out what are your underlying root causes. Layer number two involves, again, remembering that the most irritating foods for a thyroid are gluten and dairy and lectins. So we want to go the process of removing these immune reactive foods, uh, making sure we're focusing on eating clean, healthy, you know, grass-fed proteins, wild-caught fish, free-range eggs, uh, vegetables, etc., as part of this healing diet program, and then using the supplements we talked about. So selenium and vitamin D and tyrosine, the omega fatty acids, which are anti-inflammatory. And honestly, if you boost your body's ability to detox and you connect your neurological system, there is the secret. There's the method, self-healing and regeneration, which will give your body the ability to fight back. Exactly. Yep. Could be said any better. So, so yes, uh, again, this is an opportunity, guys, right now for you to engage in everything we've discussed. The Thyroid Heal Thyself ebook is yours. All you need to do is text the word thyroid with your name and email. Everything we've discussed about today, all of the tests, the history, even some of the diets and supplementations are found inside of there. It's uh, 704-906-2094. Again, your name, your email, the word thyroid, hit send, and it's yours. The masterclass is also on the 11th of March and the attendance to that is free. Thanks for tuning in, Dr. Yeah. Chris. Thanks for being here. Dr. Ernst, thank you. We look Enjoy your weekend, you everybody. Next week. Bye. Until then.